Welcome back, guys, to my podcast. (laughs) At this point, I'm not even going to apologize for how long I've been away. Let's just say life and living and circumstances and situations and experiences have come in between me and the last time of my podcast. And also, I work full-time. I am very much a career person. I also socialize a lot. There's a lot to going into the hustles and the side passions, Um, but thank you nonetheless for bearing with me. So this episode is really sentimental. It's really... um, It's really emotional, I guess you can say, because I am currently sitting in my apartment here in Amsterdam, Netherlands, and this is my last night officially of being a resident in my home here in Amsterdam, Netherlands, Um, this beautiful home that I come to adore, that I've you know, made so many memories with. Um, To me, I like to say that I've broken so many generational cycles and I got to create new ones um, in this home, in this country. And my time is up in the Netherlands. Crazy enough. It's so funny also. I know my students are probably listening to this. So shout outs to y'all because why would they find my podcast? And then in class, try to like low key act like they wasn't directly talking about me. And I wasn't, this is a little side story because (laughs) my students are funny. We're in math class and I'm working with a student and there's a table of you know, some girls, right? And they're about like ages 11 to 13. They're in the seventh grade. And they're like, Miss Smith, do you listen to podcasts? Do you like podcasts? I'm just like, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. It was like, would you ever make a podcast? And I was just like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Not thinking nothing of it, but I just thought like, this is so random and sus. Come to find out the next day, one of my students is like, Miss Smith, do you have a podcast? And I'm like, oh my God, my heart fell. Like, oh my God, they're listening to my life story. And then I'm like, Serenity, at some point, somebody could find this. Like, is it really a secret? But it's really cute. Like my my family and colleagues was like, it just means that they so admire you because they're so like giggly. (laughs) But that's nonetheless. So shout outs to y'all and do well in eighth grade. Now back to the purpose of this podcast episode. So yeah, um, y'all, I'm leaving Amsterdam. So let's just give a little context to, whoa, how long have you been in Amsterdam? Um, what do you, what did you get from Amsterdam and why are you leaving Amsterdam, right? Like, let's try to get some of that into this. So I've been in the Netherlands for three years. Um, My first two years, I came here during COVID, like at the very beginning of COVID. Um, I remember I was living in Atlanta, Georgia at that time and March COVID hit. By June of that same year around George Floyd time, 
I remember I was applying for positions at international schools. I've been researching it for some years now and I was kind of prepared. I was, I don't know, I had this idea that like if things are still, then some schools might be looking to reposition their staff. Like, and this might be my chance to kind of like say, hello, hey, I'm here. You want to take me? Like, I'm, I got some skills. So I had a whole plan strategy. And sure enough, the only country in school that would get me through the doors uh, into their society through this COVID when borders were shut was the Netherlands. And I, I have li- visited Amsterdam solo prior to living here. And I remember on my visit, I was just like, I could live here. This seems really cool. Like, it feels like another New York. Um, long behold, I would have never thought that I would actually be living here. Like, I had every sight, like, my eyes, my sight on Dubai. Like, because when I was first exposed and researching international education, I only was like aware of people in the Middle East because when I would connect with people on Facebook through travel groups, when I would connect with people, like I would just boldly DM people like, hey, I see that you're a teacher abroad, like, or that you're traveling abroad, like, what is it that you're doing for work to allow you to do all this travel? And everybody was like, oh, I'm an educator. So I'm just thinking like, uh, do tell more, like there's levels to it, right? And so I just thought like, okay, the Middle East is where it's at because I'm hearing great stories. I'm hearing some crazy stories, but nonetheless, like that's where the community is. And I just was like, Serene, just get your foot in the door. Like you, you somewhere that you're familiar with at least said yes. So I came here and I lived two years in The Hague, one year in Amsterdam. Um, and my gosh, <laughs> three years of my 20s so let's I'm about to turn 30 this October so that means I came here what 26 going on 27 I believe so and I just to see my my growth y'all like I can boldly say how I've seen myself um grow so, like, for example, I grew up in a household in my childhood. I, I did not have friends over my house. Like, it was a strict rule of no company. Um, I just did not, I could not have friends over, and I wanted to. And so I grew up not knowing what it's like to um, really host people in my personal space because my personal space was always just kept off by my mom not really having company. Um, And then the other side to me on my father's side is that we're so family oriented, like family barbecues on the 4th of July, family summer barbecue, family trips, family Thanksgiving, family Christmas. Like I'm the youngest of eight siblings on my father's side. And so that is a large family. It's a family oriented family. And so I... I've seen it, I've been exposed to socially, like what it means to commune, what it means to host, to have fun, to like just be the hostess with the Moses. But I never thought it would be in me as I grew up as an adult, um, living on my own, because even just me as an individual, I still find that like, I'm a bit closed off, right? Like, and that comes from living in a closed off space when I grew up with my mother. 
And so as I'm living abroad and living on my own, this idea of building community and having friends visit from the states where I'm from, it, it did something for me. Like in the beginning, it caused so much anxiety. Like I wanted to so badly do this, but I was just like, wow, I really want to cancel hosting this get together. I really want to say, I'm not sure if I want you to stay with me. I really like because I'm nervous, like, I don't know if I have everything that I need. Do I have the water? Do I have the food? Like, do I make the bed up? Do I, like, maybe let them do it? All of these things, anxiety, that was just, like, this is coming from a place of low-key trauma and anxiety. Like, where in my childhood has this shown up? And I really was like, wow. I remember the time and the days when doing growing up in my mother's household like I this you know like I'm seeing remnants of of that play out in my adulthood and I really had to break that cycle by saying that but I what is the life that I want to create and what I loved in that I created here is that I really just want to be able to bring people together that I connected with that I think is cool that I really like and just like have other people connect too, because it's so having individual relationships are great, but I think there's far more better um, benefits and results when you can bring those relationships together in a way where you're still reaping mutual benefits. People are talking to you, you're talking to them, they're meeting new people, you're giving good space, good vibes, and it just is like a beautiful thing to see and to curate and to cultivate. Like that, I didn't realize like, wow, Serenity, you are so, such a social butterfly. Um, And I get to create that for me, right, in my adulthood. So that's been beautiful to see me grow in that area um to see me like just even I'm trying to think like socially like being bold in what it is that I'm interested in so um taking myself out solo or just giving people chances and getting to know them but also knowing my boundaries and like okay it's okay if like we can't we're not really there aligned, but you're cool and I'm going to move on and you're going to move on. And when I see you, I see you. Um, it's just been beautiful to see me just like foster and, and flow and go through relationships and um, getting to know people from their perspective and people getting to see from my perspective. Because culturally, there are so many differences in these communities that I've cultivated Um and that's been beautiful to see myself like immerse and navigate um, relationships with people who are Dutch local, um, who are expats from the UK, from the US, from Australia, from Malaysia, from New Zealand. Like it's amazing. And um, my workspace also absolutely amplified that even more by teaching interacting um, and, and guiding students from different ethnic backgrounds, parents from different economic class, social backgrounds, 
um, it's just been so beautiful. So right now I feel like I'm blabbing. But the tough part is having to leave all of that, you know, and what I've built in the three years. Honestly, it doesn't feel like goodbye. Um, but it definitely feels like it feels hard. It feels hard. It feels like, wow, I really made a community here. Like I really seen myself shift and become a woman and become more of an adult and become a professional. Like this experience for me has been probably the hardest in my career. Um, in my, I wouldn't say my career, I would say in my identity, um, being a black woman in Europe. Um, I always felt like I know who I am. I'm from New York. I'm from Queens. Okay. I know that I'm a little, little ratchet every now and then. You know, some people call me a little bird with the wings. Yes. Um, but <laughs> I always felt like that part of me that I feel like is so real sometimes wasn't always real at at the spaces and the workspaces that I it could have been and that I thought it would have been. For example, I remember I was in a training recently with a consultant who was invited to my school to do a three-day training on diversity, equity, and inclusion, right? For the um, staff and leadership and I made a comment where a superior said something you know and while I disagreed to agree I still was just like giving the platform like I understand and you know like um, I get it you know but I just wanted to it it just was, it wasn't apologetic. I can't explain it, but it was just like, say what you mean and say how you feel. You ain't got to sugarcoat it and you don't have to give no extra oomph to, to let them know that while this is how you feel, you also respect and hear what they feel like. Just say what you need to say and own it. And I thought that was so interesting. And she was just like, it's not your fault that you do that. It's the mechanism that you do it in defense to protect yourself so that, um, you know, you're not seen as maybe the aggressor or you're not seen as someone who is going to be um, combative. And you do that because you want to come off as um, just, I forget the, the DEI term, but you want to like be kind of mutual or like really reserved so that the other person, the other side can feel comfortable. And for me, I was just like, wow, here I am thinking I'm realer than real at work, which yes, reminisce parts of that come up, but there are very much parts of me where it's just like, where's some of that real? Where is that identity? Why are you suppressing? Why are you holding back? And it's a safety tool that we use in spaces where you can be the minority, where you're not valued, where you're not supported. Um, 
And that was a bit of my experience here as a professional. Um, I just, as a, as a person, a professional, I was not valued. Um, I wasn't valued or appreciated. And, and that's why um, I am leaving the Netherlands. Um, I really think that it's hard for sure to leave the Netherlands because I didn't, I wasn't ready, but I also was preparing to be ready. Um, but when, when you're thinking like, okay, maybe there's another opportunity that can allow me to stay in this place that I've got to call home and grow a community with, um, things would work out and turn around. And when I say y'all, I applied to as many jobs as I could in the capacity that I had. And it was at a point where I was really considering like, okay, it's time for me to leave the classroom. It's time for me to leave teaching. Like how can I flip my experience into something corporate that'll allow me to stay here? It turned into apply for corporate positions that will hire educators like learning and development and turned into let's look into going back home it turned into no we're leaving these countries alone because like what like your husband's not there we need a population with black men like what I, I can't even imagine going to another country right now it turned into um you know just applying to anything that would allow me to stay in the netherlands that seemed inter- interesting it turned into months, you know, of of applying every day of jobs, it turned into to a point where I stopped applying and I literally was like, God, have your way. I know what we talked about. I know what you said to me, but right now I'm not operating in that. I am applying frantically and I know that this is not the way to go because I don't know what I want to do. I know that I don't want to leave education, but I know that I'm tired of being in the classroom and teaching. Um, I need a break from something, but I want to, I want a leadership role. I want to be stretched. Like I just need, what, what do I need? What do I want? And it came down to that. And it came down to the last month, the last two months, the last month, the last weeks of, the, of being in the Netherlands and nothing was coming through, y'all. No job was coming through. And I literally took that as a sign eventually at peace after eight months, nine months, of this job process of trying to keep me in the Netherlands, it did not work out. And I truly finally became at peace, I want to say around May. Like, you know what? It's going to work out. This is, like, I have to accept. This This is where the chapter ends. And my contract did have an expiration of deadline for June 2023. And I said, wow, God surely is closing this chapter. Um, it is time to move on. And I remember my mentor, my big sister said to me that God never said that this was 
your home forever, but this was your home for now. Something like that. You know, I'm making it sound real sweet. But, um, yeah, y'all. My time, my chapter in the Netherlands comes to a close. And I, like, I probably can't even elaborate fully in this podcast. And I hope to do some writing and blog writing in my next new location that I cannot wait to begin um, sharing with you guys. But I've been blessed living in the Netherlands. I've learned so much about myself. I've experienced so much beauty, pain, lessons, friendships, men, music, food, travel. Like I've done it all. I've done it all and I have no regrets. I've lived in three beautiful homes, luxurious homes throughout the Netherlands that was nothing but God. I've traveled to some countries that I've only dreamed and journaled about. And that was nothing but God. And to close this chapter and working hard but trusting God to the very end to finally be able to say, God, I see where you're taking me. Y'all, I cannot wait to share this next chapter with y'all. I am so blessed. I thank the people, the opportunity, my students, the families. I've learned so much from you guys, alongside you guys. Um, This has really awakened something in my heart where it has shifted my, my heart posture and how I viewed some cultures, how I viewed some races. I'm now leaving the Netherlands with more understanding and clarity about people. Because at the end of the day, we are all people, human beings with emotions, with experiences. And funny enough, we all go through similar things in different ways. So until we check in again, y'all, Thank you for listening. Thank you for following. Um, I hope something resonates with you or that you just listen and you feel inspired. But definitely take that chance on yourself. Take that leap on yourself. It gets it gets challenging, but it gets worth it. And I think that's something else I'm going to talk about, podcast about. It's just like the truth about being an expat that people do not talk about. So, until then, take care of yourselves, be well, and talk to you soon.